We are being confronted with all the electrification of the uh, powertrain, autonomous mobility, and last but not least, sustainability aspects. Based on the background and experience we have, we are now working to develop our portfolio to address these trends and also the transformation the brake technology un currently undergoes to provide the products and the systems to our customers. Welcome to Coffee Break, the official podcast of the Break Report. Here we dive deep into the world of brake technology, bringing you exclusive interviews with industry leaders and insights into the companies shaping our future. Let's get started. Welcome, I'm Brian Hagman, and my guest today is Lutz Kunka, Executive Vice President at Continental North America. Welcome, how are you? I'm doing well, Brian. Nice to meet you too. Yeah. So I guess before we jump into discussing Continental Brake Systems technology, I'd like to first discuss a little bit about your background. So can you share a little bit about your journey with Continental so far and maybe your current role with the company? My background is I'm an electrical engineer. And after my graduation, I was excited to work in, in, in engineering and development. And after a short stint with a different company, different industry, I, I uh, landed inside Continental as a development engineer. And then I've worked in engineering engineering management, project management for, for many, many years in uh, various areas, mostly in what you call chassis systems in general, but also on environmental sensors, the radars and cameras you find today in, uh, in the vehicles all around. Uh, this is what I uh, have also been doing for quite a while. About uh, 11 years ago, I, I uh, got my first uh, assignment into a more general manager, a business leader role, uh, being responsible for a sensor business inside Continental, also in the chassis space. And since then, I felt various positions in different business units, different regions um, with different teams. It's been a, a very long and interesting journey. Today, I am uh, the responsible vice president for the business area safety and motion in the region of North America, which is a part of Continental Automotive. So it is one of the five business areas in automotive that we have. So what are, what are some of your main responsibilities in this current role? I'm, I'm actually the, the uh, regional business leader for the whole product portfolio so that in incorporates uh, all the products. Uh, a significant piece of it is, is brakes, which we apparently will talk about today. Uh, but we also uh, work on um, electronic suspension systems, suspensions, passive safety, uh, such as airbag control, and uh, quite broader variety of different sensors in the chassis space. So it's a very broad portfolio. So, so take me back when you first started your career in engineering. Did you have any sort of, I guess, thoughts or perception of what in engineering you wanted to get into? Like automotive, did you know you were going to be in automotive at some point or were you pretty much open-minded and just wanted to jump in within that field? I, I was more poised to work in communications, actually, because this is what I did during my uh, graduation years and, and when I worked at the university. It was more by accident that I, I uh, ended in, in the automotive industry, but I have to say I'm very happy about it. It is a unique environment, uh, uh, very challenging. And in spite of the long product cycle, a very fast-paced world. And I've been around for that long, so apparently I like it a lot. That's great. Yeah, apparently. That's great. So 
let's talk about Continental. If you're speaking to someone who did not know who Continental was or what they did, how would you describe or explain Continental's position within the global break market or global break industry compared to maybe your competitors? We are certainly one of the leaders in the uh, breaks market. And and we have been that since a very long time. We have actually been active in breaks since decades. So a very long history, a very long uh, track record in in doing so. And uh, it, that being said, uh, we, we of course have a very strong foundation. We have a strong team and a vast experience in working on these technologies. And from a, from a component perspective, you know, you all offer a wide variety of brake technology, correct? Can you, can you maybe share a little bit about that, I guess, the different areas or different focuses that you have? So we, we have everything that you need on the vehicle for making the brakes. Or, or braking the car. So uh, this is the, the traditional uh, brake boosters that connect to the brake pedal of the car. It's the uh, brake controls unit itself, which does all the control functions and, and builds up the pressure of the brake fluid for the vehicle. Then you have the system of hoses that connect to the wheels and then the caliper on the wheels uh, so we have the full portfolio and have been working on the whole portfolio and developing and delivering it to our customers over all of these years. And there are different implementations of these systems, and uh, we are able to serve all of them, or almost, I have to say, all of them. There are some some specific exceptions, of course, always, but uh, we have the full bandwidth. Practically. So, tell me about the, uh, I guess the sh- the strategy within Continental. You know, there's within the OE market, especially globally, there's a lot of different strategies. I guess that you could execute upon. Talk to me about, I guess, if there are any specific strategies that you all have implemented that you feel like have really helped with the growth or the success of Continental. First and foremost, I already mentioned our experience and, of course, the the, the experience and talented team we have, which is a global team. We are active in all regions of the globe. More importantly, we have a very strong roadmap uh, set up that is addressing uh, the trends the mega trends in the automotive market. As you know, like for all other systems on the vehicle, we are going through a huge transformation. We are being confronted with all the electrification of the uh, powertrain, autonomous mobility or automated or semi-automated driving is a huge topic. And last but not least, since uh, more recently, also sustainability aspects. Based on the background and experience we have, We are now working uh, to develop our portfolio to address these trends and also the transformation the brake technology currently undergoes to provide the products and the systems to our customers. So speaking of technology with electric vehicles, autonomous, can you speak to any new technologies that you all have introduced I already briefly explained the, the very traditional brake system setup with the, with the booster and the, the controls unit. So that the first step of the transformation, I always say we always did around 2016 when we as Continental, as a first to market innovation, uh, ramped up what we call electronic brake booster or one box brake system that practically integrates 
the vacuum booster you have in the car that is connected to your pedal, the master cylinder that holds the fluid for the uh, compression, and the controls unit that builds up the pressure then and does all the controls of the function of the car. This is all being integrated into one box, aka one box brake system. So we, we launched that in 2016, and uh, we are very proud that uh, this was an award-winning technology. We did win the PACE Award of Automotive News at that time for that product. And that is, is already a first step in how the, the transformation of uh, the brake system or the evolution was happening because you, you changed the system partitioning here already. And even more importantly, probably for the technology, you change the connection between the pedal and the fluid system on the vehicle. With this technology, is it applicable on any vehicle from 2016 on up? Or is it, you know, just ICE vehicles, uh, electric vehicles, autonomous? Is the one box system used on all those? It is used on all those. I mean, uh, many uh, customers still on certain vehicle platforms still use the traditional system. So this is still well established. But we have been rolling out this one box technology for uh, over many years now with different customers, different car platforms, and also in different regions. So it is a very established technology. And in fact, last year, we've already launched a second generation uh, of it, which is called the Mark C2 uh, system, which is effectively a more compact a more cost-efficient, more lighter version of the same uh, product. And also here, once again, very proud that we also did get the PACE Award for, for that product, uh, which is really a testament to the capability of our engineering community and the industrial engineering community that we have. That's great. Talking about, I guess, integrating new systems within I guess as the automotive industry continues to evolve, like we mentioned, electric vehicles, autonomous vehicles, how challenging is it to integrate systems to these new markets or, or new technologies that are emerging? Is it is it pretty plug and play? Traditional brake systems can can work on all these, or is there a lot of integration, a lot of new development having to take place? Well, it is in fact uh, a huge technological advancement and challenge. Uh, so the the systems are highly complex. And, and coming from this traditional system more into the one box, it is a huge technological challenge and advancement, which was implemented and executed successfully. But the journey, the transformation now goes on. So we are under, we are basically on a, on a, on a path coming from the traditional hydraulic system where you use a fluid to apply the pressure to the brake pads on the wheels. We're going to a completely electrical version of it, which is called brake by wire. And the, the component, the Mark C2, is um, already the first step in doing so. Because what I can do now in that one box, where I already have changed the interface between the pedal, the, the mechanical feedback on the uh, hydraulics, which can be done by the driver, I can already disconnect this from the rest of the hydraulic system and have something that we then call 
a future breaks level one, where I really uh, don't have a direct connection anymore between the brakes and the driver. So this is a huge step, as you can imagine, in implementation, in system architecture, and also in, in release of the system, because you need to meet all the safety requirements still, of course. Yeah. So realistically, like break by wire, realistically, how, how soon do you think something like that will be mainstream? Are we just a few years out or you think it's going to be kind of a, a gradual transition for many years? Until it's mainstream, it will take a while. Until it's in the market, it will not take that long. We, in fact, have an award with a North American OEM to bring a first, in that case, semi-dry system onto the road. Semi-dry, in this case, is one axle is already dry. That will be the rear axle and the front axle is still wet. So we have sort of a hybrid. Is It's an intermediate step uh, on that roadmap on this transition towards full brake by wire. And the Mark C2 unit that I was just mentioning, again, plays an integral role in that intermediate step uh, because we adapt the unit. You already have a controls unit in place that uh, does the functionality also on that semi-direct system. What is developed in you is then electromechanical actuator on both wheels of the rear axis. And in our internal acronym, we would call that then a future brake system level two, which is semi-dry or half-dry. I'm curious to know, with Continental being a, a large global player within the industry, how difficult is it to, I guess, ensure to customers that each brake system is being designed, developed specifically for each customer? Because you have such a wide customer base. To me, I'm thinking that's going to take a lot of resources, a lot of people, a lot of talent to make sure that every customer is getting the specific design, specific brake systems that they need. Well, in the end, we are uh, having a base product, a roadmap product that the basic function and the basic idea of the vehicle architecture doesn't differ too much from OEM to OEM. So the core functionality, the basic functions are the same. Electrical interfaces, software interfaces, and also mechanical interfaces might differ. So what we try, and of course everybody's doing that, it's not only Conti, we try to have a, a, a solid quite versatile base unit that can then be applied with uh, some not minor but not too significant adaptations into the specific vehicle platform of a certain car manufacturer. This is the strategy behind. What about challenges? Can you share with me any challenges that you have had within the brake segment? And, you know, was there any any interesting story about how you overcame it? Well, uh, one of the major challenges uh, besides developing the new technology and managing the transformation, which I, I call a positive an exciting challenge because it's actually fun for the engineer doing so. I would call out really specifically, which was not only happening in brakes, but everywhere in our industry, in other commodities as well, uh, with our competitors, our customers. We've been going through some crazy years. As you know, we, we had a pandemic we had a supply chain disruption, a semiconductor shortage crisis. 
uh, inflation, uh, a lot of these uh, impact factors, and and these all of these factors, in fact, put a huge strain not only on continental breaks but on all of us in the industry. And we've all been challenged and were struggling to find appropriate ways to manage that uh, for us, but also together with our customers to find the right solution to overcome that. It has significantly tapered down uh, in, in level of drama, uh, but it is still not completely over. So, But this, I would really call out of, of probably the most significant challenge we've all been facing in recent years. Were there any specific um, actions that came out of that or anything permanent changes that you've made to try to prevent something like this or to, to alleviate any issues in the future? There are, they are several. I cannot uh, call them all out specifically because that really goes into uh, insights of, of how we run our businesses and how we partner with our customers. But in, in the end, it is optimizing uh, the transparency we have in the supply chain and also with our supplier, transparency in terms of lead time, uh, raw material prices, but also work working on, uh, on more margins in the supply chains in terms of volume. So it's a blend of different measures uh, that are being uh, developed and discussed and implemented together with the customers. Yeah. All right. So pull out your crystal ball. If you were to try to predict the break, I guess, evolution in the future, like where do you, where do you see the market going or even from either from a, a market perspective or even from a technical perspective? How do you see things developing in the future? I can mention two things here. We're already starting to talk a little bit about the transition into by wire. Uh, the last example I gave was just the semi-dry brake system. Of course, there will be a full dry system a little bit further down the road. And then we have a complete transformation. We have other core components in the brake system. So this is, is the one major evolution that we are working on and that also the industry is working on. And there are different speeds depending on the customer, the region, how they are interested in deploying this new technology. And in fact, we will see the traditional systems also still for a very, very long time down the road. There's one other trend that we are working on, and uh, we've uh, only recently announced a cooperation with a company called uh, Deep Drive. It's a Munich-based company uh, that is specialized in the technology for electric drives. And uh, in fact, together with them, uh, we are in development of an wheel-integrated drive and brake solution. So combined in one element, in one corner that could be applied in into, for example, a future corner module. It is it is probably not applicable right away for every standard vehicle scenario, but there are, of course, certain in the long run, you can imagine, but there are certain application and markets like in, in delivery uh, applications, stuff like that, where, where you have small uh, delivery vehicles, maybe even autonomous, where you could apply such 
modules. It was announced recently, and it's a very exciting uh, partnership for us because Deep Drive brings in their expertise on electric drive, and we bring in um, our knowledge in, in, in brakes. Also, suspension is a topic here, but also in the industrialization uh, of such products for the industry and the whole vehicle architecture. So this is another work stream we have going on over here. Now, that's, that's fascinating. So what advantages or what benefits does that specific design bring or what is it improving or problem that it's solving? It is, in fact, a very efficient solution for, for select applications, of course, uh, to, to have a cost-sensitive and, and highly integrated solution of, of different base functions that you have in the card. It, is the ba it basically upends the whole uh, idea of, of what a, a traditional uh, vehicle chassis looks like. And it is as efficiency uh, in, uh, advantages if, if you really have a by a per wheel drive solution, there, there are a lot of advantages regarding efficiency in the car. So before we wrap up, I want to talk a little bit about maybe some some leadership or personal leadership styles that you have. So how would you describe your leadership style? Have you learned anything? Are there any specific events or anything that you've that you've run into in the past that kind of have helped you with developing your leadership skills? In the end, although I've been in more general roles for for more a decade, I'm I'm an engineer by hard and um, I really love to see when an engineering team is at work and, and being able to work on new technologies because you get a lot of a passion, a lot of commitment out of this. In the end, we are an engineering company and uh, the product creation, the generation of what we in the end want to make our money with comes from that innovation power and also the technical capabilities. Taking this into account and working with the teams accordingly is uh, something that is very important for me. This is also basically a high motivation for myself. That's great. Well, Lutz, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you spending a few minutes with me today, and I really hope we can uh, we can do this again sometime. Thank you so much, Brian. Pressure is mine, and we talk soon. This is Brian Hagman, host of Coffee Break. I want to give a big thank you to today's guest and to all of you for tuning in. Until next time, let's keep breaking stuff. <laughs>